there, I'm Andrea Koppel, and it's time for coffee, the podcast where you get to hear firsthand what the jobs and careers that interest you the most are really like. Hey there, Java junkies. Hope all is going great at school and on the job. Hope you've been enjoying the show thus far. And if you haven't already signed up for the Java Junkie Journal, that's our weekly newsletter, giving you a sneak peek at the episodes coming up that week, please head over to the Time for Coffee website. That's time, the number four, coffee.org. And it's right there on the homepage. You can also search for the episodes that most interest you on that same page, and we've got them all organized based on the career of the professional we've interviewed. And speaking of professionals, grab your mug of some delicious caffeinated beverage and take a chug because it's time for another caffeinated career conversation. And my guest today is someone I've known for quite a while and feel a very special bond to because not only was she my kick-ass agent when I was a television correspondent at CNN, but we also have the same birthday, November 27th. And I am so excited to bring you all the positive energy and smarts and empathy of my Sag, as in Sagittarius sister, Sharon Chang, who is a vice president and talent agent in the non-scripted TV department at the William Morris Endeavor Entertainment. And Ms. Chang represents, manages, and develops a diverse and top-tier roster of broadcast, cable, syndicated, regional, and digital news, sports, and entertainment hosts, anchors, correspondents, contributors, lifestyle personalities, and production companies. Sharon Chang, my sad sister and friend, welcome to Time for Coffee. Oh my goodness. My sag sister, Andrea, I am so excited to be a guest. I mean, wow, it's been so long, but I'm thrilled about what you're doing and what you're trying to share with young people across the country and across the world. That's exciting. So kudos to you and congratulations. And wow, what an honor it is to be able to have this talk and conversation with you. Very exciting. (laughs) Thank you, Sharon. And I have to kick things off by asking you the time for coffee question, which is, are you caffeinated and ready to go? (laughs) I am. Although, you know, what's interesting is that I end up doing half-calf every day, half-decaf, half-regular, but somehow it just keeps me going. And then like a whole shot of cold water after that. So I'm good. (laughs) I think our Java junkies can pick up already why you need the (laughs) (laughs) half-calf. So Sharon, let's jump into our espresso shots. And right out of the gate, I want to ask you about what entry-level jobs are available to young people who want to break into the field of multimedia, news, entertainment, and sports. 
you know, it goes across the board. It depends on really the area that you want to focus in on. Here at Endeavor, because that's the name of our parent company is called Endeavor. We see it as a almost grad school for entertainment. You know, anyone that's interested in getting into the entertainment field, it doesn't pay a lot, but the entry level positions here are just incredible because it does start out as something called a floater, which is where you're basically coming in in the mailroom and you're quote unquote floating on different desks. What that means is working for different departments. It could be from where I am with our non-scripted television division, or it could be in our literary books division. It could be in our digital division or our theater division. So it just gives you a taste of what different facets of the entertainment industry is like. But then after a person goes through that phase, they can then choose to one of the areas or one of the departments of their choice, they can easily start out as an assistant. And in that position, that's where we call it grad school for the entertainment industry, because we're dealing with not only clients, but buyers. And when I say buyers, I mean the television networks from ABC, CBS, to NBC, Bravo, cable and premium, and all the digital outlets that are out there from Facebook to Amazon. And we call it the OTTs, over the top networks or streaming video on demand networks, that's Netflix and Hulu. So we're dealing with all of those buyers. We're also dealing with marketing brands, corporations as well across the board. So it gives everyone a taste of what it would be like to not only work in those ancillary areas, but just kind of how do you take your relationship with your buyers and leverage that into something successful for individual clients. And so entry level, just starting out as an entry level assistant really gives you a potpourri of choices. That's wonderful. Sharon, what is a useful skill or skills that you look for in the young people that you hire? One important thing is you want to be able to have someone that is personable, has a positive attitude, not coming in cocky, but humble and willing to really do anything. If they end up working on a desk and a high level agent or partner would ask them to go and get coffee It's not beneath them to do that. Being able to talk to their peers respectfully or a junior agent, just as they would with a senior agent. So having that attitude or really just trying to get in their positive attitude where they are flexible and really open to trying different things. And then secondarily, someone who is anticipatory, always ahead of the game, always interested in the field and showing that interest and not being bashful about sharing what they recently read about the industry or taking things to another level where it's, well, why don't you think about this? Like using creativity, using their creative side as well. And then attention to detail is very, very important because of all of the meetings that they would have to be booking for our clients and our production companies and just in general. Attention to detail is very much. Sharon, is someone's major a deciding factor to break into this industry? In other words, if they haven't studied whatever, fill in the blank, is that a deal breaker? No. The one interesting thing about this is that 
having a liberal arts type of background, being able to, you know, whether they're an art history major or a philosophy major or an economics major or a business major, it doesn't matter. As long as they are passionate about this industry and curious, they can even be a bio major. Because the beauty of non-scripted and everything in entertainment is that it's all about storytelling. And if the area of expertise is, wow, I was an anthropology major and I understand about excavation, there are stories about that on Discovery Channel that would be additive to wherever they might be working within the industry, even if it's a music department. So they can, as long as they are passionate about the industry as a whole, really any type of major would work. I do, though, think that it's important for students to really hone in their writing skills, their communication skills, their verbal and written communication skills are just key to really doing well and being successful here. What other kinds of life experiences do you think are most useful to break into this industry? I feel like throughout their four years of college or even high school, whatever internship they could be involved in, even if it's observing going to a production company, doing volunteer work with some facet of the industry, that's helpful. Those things are helpful, even if they end up in an unpaid situation, that can just only add to their experience. Or if it ends up being in a business, whether it's working in a law firm for a summer or working in a business-focused area, knowing how corporation or corporate culture works, being in that environment is only helpful in terms of their life experience. Great. And what for you, Sharon, is the best part of being in this profession? Wow. I have just been blessed to work with some really creative minds. It's a spirit of collaboration in this company that I've never experienced before, where we work synergistically for one goal. And, you know, I think in my past experiences, IMG is a part of Endeavor, but when it was just IMG before we were bought by WME and Endeavor, it was a little bit more siloed. I'm going to be very direct about it, about that. And now it's just this whole spirit of collaboration. I'm on your side. I want to encourage you to be the best that you can be. Let's work together for one common goal of doing the best that we can for all of our clients and all of the folks that we work with. That's been exciting for me. That is fantastic. And what about the flip side, Sharon? Every job has things that or aspects that aren't your favorite thing to do. What about your current job or what part of your current job sucks the most? (laughs) I think that there are a few challenges. I mean, as an agent, It does suck when you know that you've worked really hard for a client and all they do is complain about everything. That wasn't me. That wasn't me. It wasn't you. It was not you (laughs) at all. Or if they're, look, sometimes things are justifiable, but other times it's, wait a minute, if it comes from left field and then they just all of a sudden say, you know what, I'm just going to part ways because I'm moving on. And it's just not justifiable in any way. That sucks. And the complaining, when you know that 
you've done a lot of really good, solid work, or at least you think you have, and there is complaining because this is not a brain surgery industry. It's important and it's impactful, but it's not as if it's a life or death thing where everything will revolve around that one person. It's one of those situations where it's a relationship that you're building with your client, almost a familial type of relationship. And so you want them to be happy. But when there are a lot of complaints, it does get a little sucky. (laughs) Sharon, what is the best career advice you've ever gotten? The best advice that I have received was from Rick Rosen, who is one of our top agents. Like kind of he's the trifecta of this company and he runs our television division, meaning the scripted side of it as well as non-scripted. And Rick said, There are no borders here. So for me to be able to think really big not just in the context of being in this company, but just the context in life, that there are no borders. You can build and really try to strive for anything you set your mind on and really be persistent about it to accomplish goals that might seem unattainable. But if you have the mindset that there are no borders, you go for broke. And that really was very, very helpful for me to change my mindset and not limit my way of thinking. No, that is great. I love the expansiveness of that. So next to last, Espresso Shot, Sharon. This is going to be a hard one maybe, but what movies or Netflix shows or YouTube videos or whatever or fiction books do you think accurately depict your profession? (laughs) Oh my goodness. Wow. That I have to really think about. I mean, sometimes I think Ballers kind of gets in there. That is so fun. I was just watching it last night. (laughs) It's funny. Yeah. That's a little crazy. Maybe some of my colleagues, it would get to that level. But for me, you know, a little bit of Ballers, a little bit of, oh my goodness. Wow. I have to think a little more. Entourage. I don't know, like Ari Emanuel, who is (laughs) one of the owners of this company. That entourage was really named after him. You know, in non-scripted, it's not as crazy glamorous as that. You're not always on some Hollywood set doing something. But being on a set, that happens all the time. Or going to the US Open and hosting a client or schmoozing with a client or going on a signing, having dinners and all those things. The reality of that is there really. But sometimes it does get exhausting, just to be very blunt about it. So I would say ballers a little bit of that. Yeah, I have to think more about other things. No, that's great. And then final espresso shot. What would Java junkies be surprised to learn about being a talent agent? Mm, That You don't have to look like what you think a talent agent should look like. And you can be normal. And I'm going to explain that in a second. (laughs) The epitome of what a talent agent might look like is that kind of fast talking ballers or Jerry Maguire type of character or entourage, Ari Gold type of character. I know some of the young people listening will probably like, oh, I don't know. I haven't watched Jerry Maguire. I have no idea. But a lot of times folks say to me, wow, Sharon, you're so normal. I'm African-American. That's number one. Just being a female, black female, and really having almost a just advisory guiding maternal role. I do a 
lot of that where it's just like you can talk to your friend, but yet still maintaining that sense of authority so that they can trust you and that they can believe that you will fight for their cause is very, very key. But what's surprising is that you don't have to look a certain way to do this job. And I can say you do all you did for me, all of the above and more for sure. Sharon Chang, thank you so much for making time for coffee with me and the Java Junkie community today. You are just an awesome person and professional. Thank you so much. I am honored, Andrea. This was such a pleasure to have this conversation with you. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to Time for Coffee, where the professionals in the jobs that most interest you always have time to grab coffee 24-7, no matter where you live. I have one quick favor to ask you. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to Time for Coffee. Thanks so much.